0: Welcome to A Spirited Life. I'm Mark. I'm Christine. And this week we're going to be talking about our end of the year checklist. All the things that we're doing to wrap up 2023 and get ready for 2024.
1: Our Whiskey of the Week is going to be something that checks all the boxes for us. And we will also talk about what filled our spirit this week.
0: We want to live a spirited life. We're documenting our journey towards financial independence while balancing that with living in the present and enjoying our time in the journey. While we want to work towards financial independence, there's no guarantee for what tomorrow will bring. We don't want to wait to enjoy our lives because tomorrow isn't promised. We want to share our journey to help keep ourselves intentional and accountable. And we invite you to come along with us as we work towards living a spirited life. Starting off, we're going to talk a little bit uh, about our Whiskey of the Week, and because we're talking about a checklist for the end of 2023 and going into 2024, we decided to pick out a whiskey that we felt like really checked all the boxes for us, You know, has a good nose, has a good palate, is readily available, is fairly approachable, and won't break the bank.
1: So for me, uh, a whiskey that checks all the boxes is Wild Turkey 101. It's a very solid whiskey that every time I go for it, it I get the same drink. It's comforting. I know what I'm getting, and it always makes me happy.
0: It's 101 proof, so it's still relatively approachable. Non-age dated, but estimated to be somewhere between six to eight years in terms of age. So a little bit of good age on it. On the nose, you get some nice cherry, some oakiness and spiciness. And on the palate, that carries through, and you get that same spiciness and the sweetness that shows up in the palate with a little bit of oak to finish and you get that wild turkey funk and the great thing about wild turkey is it works both as a mixer and you can drink it neat and enjoy it either way
1: so you would say it checks off many boxes
0: i would say it checks off many boxes perhaps even all All the the boxes boxes. as we approach the end of the year there's a lot of things that we're going to be doing to wrap up the end of the year close things out for 2023 and, and get things ready for 2024. And so there's a few things that we want to make sure that we go through and do that need to get done before the end of the year, or maybe good to get done before the end of the year. Maybe we don't need to, but it, it's good to get them done before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And so we want to go through some of the things that we're doing at the end of the year here to close out the year, make sure that we've dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's as we're getting ready to go into 2024 and that we're ready to hit the ground running. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about um, things in general, like things that we would do generally. And then we'll also talk specifically about some financial things that we're doing uh, to make sure that we're ready for 2024. So the first thing to talk about is reflecting on the year and taking a little bit of time to, to look back. A- and for you, why is that important? Why do you want to do that?
1: Um. Well... For me, reflection is the hardest thing. I never actually stop and think about where I've been or anything of that nature. So I think reflection for me is good because, one, it reminds me of all the progress that I have made because sometimes the the goals seem so lofty that they seem so far away that you don't realize how much progress you've made on them until you stop and kind of look back and went like, oh, okay, you know, I, you know, I got here. I paid off my car. Okay, I moved an extra – Fifty dollars into this paycheck or out of this paycheck into my savings account, so that adds up over time.
0: And I know that I personally need that too. I need that reflection time to look back and acknowledge some of the good stuff that I've been doing. And I'm not always great at that. I'm not always great at looking back and saying, "Oh yeah, we really did do a good job. We really did hit our goals in the way that we wanted to." Or even if we didn't hit the goals, like we made good progress against those goals, and there's definitely going to be a few of those. I know when we start to do our reflection, uh, where we're going to look at it and say, ah, "We didn't quite get there, but we got close." We
1: might need a little more progress on that goal.
0: Yeah. So we we kind of delved in on the next topic, which is actually to review your goals. Some people do that as a part of their reflection. Some people treat that separately and they actually compare against and say, okay, what was my goal? What was the outcome that I was looking for? And did I get there?
1: Well, then that also goes back to, again, reflecting because why didn't I hit those goals? Or why did I blow this goal out of the water? Was that goal like a little too easy? Was it like a little softball goal? Um, And it really helps you reflect on, how you approached everything during the past year and how you either set yourself up for success or you kind of made it a little extra challenging for yourself.
0: Yeah. And reflecting back on that can help you with those future goals in terms of understanding, hey, like if I didn't set myself up for success because maybe I set too hard of a goal or maybe I set too easy of a goal and I didn't try and actually make that a stretch goal or something along those lines, by doing that reflection and analyzing, you can set better goals in the future, which is our next thing on the list, which is to take a look at your goals for 2024 and start to say, okay, what goals do I have for the next year?
1: Then that ties back again to the reflection because you could see, you know, as you're setting your new goals, what worked for you last year? What, What was your, what would you call your successes? Or what did you find out that, okay, I really thought if I went this way and I did these activities... It would put me into this, this position over here, but then you realize going back, oh, I thought that way, but when I uh, approached that that um, turning point or that challenge, I actually went completely the opposite way than I would have assumed that I would have gone.
0: Yeah, and I want to stress that it's really easy to skip the reflection piece of things. It's really easy to just go, oh, I just need to set new goals. Don't do that. Don't skip that reflection because it's that orientation and understanding where you got to and why you got to the places that you got to through that reflection that are going to help you move forward.
1: Yeah, because what they say insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results.
0: I, I believe that quote is attributed to Albert Einstein. So. so
1: if you don't actually look at where you've gone and what you've done, you could end up doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for different results.
0: The next thing we have on our list is setting resolutions. Uh, do you set resolutions?
1: No, I don't like resolutions. I don't know why it's become an iffy thing. I don't like that word. I don't like how it's viewed upon. I, pardon me. I, I truly believe that sometimes people set the re- resolutions with the idea of that it's easy to break your resolution. Oh, I, w- Sorry. No, go right ahead.
0: Oh, I, I actually <laughs> I set a resolution that I knew I would have a really easy time. Being able to keep going forward. And so Christine knows this that um, I set a resolution to never make another resolution. And that one is holding strong. Uh, Decades on. Good job. So, doing pretty well with that one. You are not alone. There are lots of people who no longer set resolutions because they just don't find value in them. They don't think that there's anything worthwhile doing that because they know that they're going to give those things up within a couple weeks to a month and so one of the other suggestions that people have had is, is that you can set a theme and and by setting a theme it gives you a broad sense of uh, something to tie things together in your goals and what you're trying to accomplish but it's not as rigid as a resolution have you ever considered using something like that
1: um i don't necessarily think i put my mindset as like setting a theme uh, i look at more kind of like going based on a calendar year and like going by number like okay you start at one you hit 12 you start back at one so by 12 okay what have I done between one and 12 okay did I do what I, okay nope so let's see how I need to redirect or readjust to get back and start from start at the beginning it's like checking a second lap We go through you get your pit stop you get your input like you get your tires changed, you get your new gas. Okay, now take this take this strategy. Okay, go. Okay.
0: So is this something where you do that at a cadence? Is that something where you're looking back at that? How does that work for you?
1: So, well, um, it doesn't really work that well right now, which is part of why I'm doing this. Because, again, like most things, it starts out great and then it fades away. So my goal is that uh, this is part of helping me keep on my reflection and my planning and my theming. And so then maybe come next year, I'll have a better answer to that for you.
0: So I think you know this. I'm much like you where I have set some goals and oftentimes I'll meet those goals, but I'm not always disciplined about coming back to those goals and setting a new set of goals. And I think that's something that this is going to help us with in terms of, giving us a little bit more accountability in terms of setting those goals, reflecting on those goals as we're going through, and then looking at those goals on a quarterly basis to say, hey, how are we doing? How are we adjusting? And are we hitting the things that we're expecting to hit? Are we getting the right outcomes from our goals? Maybe we need to make an adjustment. Maybe we didn't set the right goal and we need to change the goal. Uh, maybe we our priorities change and so we have to change those priorities throughout the year and so looking at something like a resolution for the year or things like that just doesn't make sense
1: no and there's a lot of unknowns in the year you could have all your best goals you could set yourself up for success and then there are so many different outside sources that could influence what you have to make choices on Say unexpected car accidents and sicknesses and things that just like yeah, completely derail you that you've actually had no control over.
0: Yeah, there's lots of things that can come up in life that will impact your goals and impact your ability to get those goals. And so, having a cadence that you can look at those goals at a regular basis and account for those changes and account for life happening uh, really helps you to be able to reassess and at the same time not feel bad when you don't hit those goals and you shouldn't have.
1: Yeah. It gives you a chance when you look at it and go, okay, well, I didn't hit this. Instead of being like, well, I didn't hit this because I didn't, wasn't good enough. I didn't put enough effort. It's, I didn't hit this because of all these other things happening beside it, but I'm still going. So I might not have hit it, but I've, I've met these challenges head on and I'm still going ahead.
0: The last thing that we have as far as for our journal activities is plotting out our activities for the year. So this is taking a look ahead and starting to figure out are there some major life events that you're going to have coming up this year?
1: Are there any trips you want to do? Any maintenance on your car like tires that are going to cost a lot of money that you should probably save up for? Uh, Change in job? Are you going to need clothes? No wardrobe? Different little things that you don't usually think about that end up costing you a lot of money if you don't plan for it.
0: Yeah, so taking a look ahead and thinking about your goals and then also thinking about what are some of the things you want to do this year do you have travel that you need to plan do you have things that you want to accomplish or do car repairs home repairs to your point so some of this ties directly into some of the topics we're going to talk about here in a moment as we start getting into some of the financial aspects of the end of the year because they're directly tied together if you're going to be buying a new car or doing a home improvement you You probably want to adjust your spending and saving plan to make sure that you're going to have the money or you've accounted for those things. Next, we're going to talk about financial specifics that we're getting into for the end of the year and getting ready for next year. The first thing that we're going to talk about is having our spending and saving plan.
1: Part of the spending and saving plan that I kind of go through is reflecting on where my money has gone for the past year, where I have either subscribed or maybe door a little too much, um, see where I went, what I spent and, and kind of what I want to look like it, want kind of see what I've spent, where my money has gone and what I want it to look like going forward.
0: The spending and saving plan is important because it helps to make sure that you're going to be on track with hitting your goals and accomplishing things that you want to accomplish. You're not going to be able to take a trip if you don't plan for that and use the B word, budget for that to make sure that you're going to be able to afford it, not put yourself into a ton of debt, and then not be able to afford that debt. And so as a part of our spending and saving plan, what we'll be looking at is saying, what are the activities that we have that are upcoming this year? And how do those fit into our spending and saving plan? In addition to that, any of our goals that we have with regards to saving and how much we want to be saving, what we're looking for as a target for our saving percentage, those kinds of things should all be worked into this plan.
1: I also like to look ahead for um, any possible maintenance on my car or things like that, that in the moment will cost several hundred dollars. But if I could come up with a plan, $50 here, $50 there, I could get to that several hundred dollars without feeling that giant pinch all at once.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that is where taking a look forward at those activities that you have upcoming and working those into your spending and saving plan work hand in hand together, all getting you ready to be successful in the next year. After that, we have a few different things that we want to make sure that we go through and update. The first thing that we'll be taking a look at is our net worth statement and updating that based on end of the year. And our plan going forward is going to be to update that on a quarterly basis so naturally, it makes sense that we're going to be updating that at the beginning of the year. We're also going to be updating our subscriptions and taking a look at those subscriptions based on our budget.
1: And why do you say that with judgmental eyeballs?
0: Oh, trust me that that's not just you. That that's me too. There's a couple subscriptions that I have out there that I just don't use, and that's basically just like throwing money away. So we yeah, need. Yeah, to-
1: when you put it that way.
0: Yeah, so we need to update those subscriptions.
1: Yeah, I think also doing the inventory and reassessing everything helps you then make sure you're going forward with your goals with a realistic understanding of where you are instead of being like, I feel like I have enough money to cover this trip in a little bit when you like pull up your subscriptions and pull up your other stuff. And you're like, oh, yeah, I felt like I had enough money, but it did not cover what I thought it was going to do.
0: The last update that we're going to talk about is updating any of our documentation, and, and specifically our documentation around financial information and how to get access to our, our different accounts, which accounts we have, making sure that those accounts are updated. If we've closed any accounts out, let's take them off the list. If we've opened any new accounts, to make sure that we add them on the list. Uh, those types of things.
1: Yeah, and this is a great idea because it's it's no one wants to think about, but if something were to ever happen. To, to anyone like if something were ever to happen to you I would like a list of where all the things are the accounts the the passwords all that other stuff that I need so that's one less stressful thing I have to think of when I'm dealing with something probably unfortunate that put us in the situation where I have to now kind of get everything together by myself without your help
0: yeah and really what we're trying to do is we're trying to make sure that if something does happen then it makes it Easier to be able to handle that situation. It makes it easier to be able to work through that situation. Reviewing that documentation uh, at a regular cadence like this is important to make sure that you're not leaving somebody in the lurch where all of a sudden now they're missing certain things or they have the wrong passwords or they don't know where to go get the right information or who to talk to about those things. And so it's just thinking of your future self and trying to be good to your future self when you're going to be potentially in a pretty bad place.
1: It removes a lot of roadblocks that just adds extra stress when you're in stressful situations.
0: In addition to reviewing the spending and saving plan, we want to be taking a look at our retirement accounts and make sure that we're maxing out the retirement accounts. Specifically for us, those are going to be our IRAs, making sure that we've done the full contribution. And we actually just moved a little bit of money around for that.
1: Yeah, I think for me, that's where a lot of the... Ref- reflection slash inventory um goes because i have several different accounts so i could send my money somewhere before i spend it so then by the time it comes around where i need to to fully invest my like my ira or whatnot i just have to move move the money out of the different accounts into another account to make sure it's all there when it's time to go invest it all
0: yeah and because we had that spending and saving plan you were able to be putting money away all throughout the year so as you were ready to do that lump sum investment at the end of the year here for your IRA, it's not a big thing where you're trying to find all that money. You've taken the time and made the effort up front and you've automated that to make it easy for yourself to be able to be successful doing that.
1: And the best part with the automation of doing that is that the money is pulled before it gets into my checking account. So then all of a sudden when I go to see kind of where I'm at, where what I need to do, I'm like... Oh, there's that much money in that account, Like, hey, check me out!" Yeah, it's
0: a pretty good feeling when you thought of your future self and you said, "Oh, yeah, I made sure to set you up for success so that you're not feeling bad at the end of the year trying to look for the money to put into your IRA mm-hmm. and invest in your future. One of the other things that you can be doing at the end of the year and maybe a good time to do it just because you're doing all of these other things is to rebalance your accounts. So going in, taking a look at your investments, Rebalancing your accounts to make sure that they're matching your portfolio mix where you want to be based on how much volatility, how much risk you want to be taking, where you're at in your lifestyle, where you're at in your journey. It makes sense because we're already doing some of these other things as a reminder to just do this at the same time as well. So we're looking at our spending and saving plan, we're talking about the investment for our IRAs at the end of the year. And so naturally, it makes sense for us to also take a look at where our accounts are balanced at and rebalance if necessary.
1: Yeah, it's a really good idea to make sure you're balancing out where your money is going because you spend all this thought and effort into setting aside money and planning, thoughtfully planning what you want to do with this money that when you go and invest it, if you're not properly investing it to the best of its ability, it's kind of a little bit of a waste.
0: Yeah, you want to make sure that your money is working for you in the way that you want it to work for you. And taking a look at this and rebalancing your accounts helps to make sure that you're keeping things working the way that you want it to. You're taking on the appropriate amount of risk that you want to, given where you're at in your journey.
1: So would you say you're trying to make the most bang for your buck?
0: Aha, very nice. So the last thing we're going to talk about in the financial space is what to do with bonus money or windfall money. And we just recently had to talk through this because I was fortunate enough to get an end of the year bonus. And so what do we do with that?
1: So you kind of came, with me, came to me with an idea of what you thought would be the best way to invest or, or move the money around. And we kind of sat down, talked about all, all the different options and made sure we came up with a plan that would work the best for us.
0: And really, so what we did was sit down and we decided where we wanted that money to go intentionally. And that's what I would recommend. No matter what, be intentional with that money as opposed to just letting that money drift away. Even if you take a vacation or something along those lines, that's perfectly acceptable. But do it intentionally.
1: Yeah. Th- think about investing in yourself. However you want to to do that, whether it is that vacation that you might desperately need or paying off your car or preparing to put a big chunk into your IRA for the next year. Whatever is your intention to make sure that you try to set set yourself up for success. And at the end of each episode, we like to highlight something that filled our spirit for this past week. For some reason, everything tend to click in my habits for this week. Nothing ever overwhelmed me. I got my laundry done, folded and put away with enough time to enjoy my Sunday night's Anything that sticks out for you that's filled your spirit?
0: Yeah, so for me, uh, I was able to go and attend my nephew's basketball game with my family and uh, was able to go out and and enjoy a nice dinner and treat everybody to dinner afterwards, which they all really appreciated. So it was nice just to get to spend a little bit of time catching up with family and also be able to treat them a little bit uh, with a nice little gift leading into the holiday season.
1: Alrighty, and that wraps up what we're talking about this week. Do you have anything on deck for next?
0: Yeah, so next week we're going to be taking a look at our reflection for 2023 that we talked about earlier in this episode, and we'll be sharing our reflections, the things that went well and maybe some of the things that didn't go well, and also talk about how that's shaping our goals going into 2024. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you then. The topics and information on a spirited life should not be taken as financial advice, and should be considered for entertainment purposes only.